Hello, dear friends, and welcome to our podcast dedicated to sight reading through the lens of the historically informed performance practice. My name is Darina Blogina, and today my co-host is... Hello, I'm Dakota Wayne. I'm a composer helping to inform our practice, historical and contemporary. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you so much. Brilliant. And um, we have a guest today. Hi. My name is uh, Clemens Niklas Trenkle. I'm uh, the founder, actually, from uh, the SMEM in Fribourg, Switzerland. And I'm a collector of musical instruments, especially electronic musical instruments. And uh, my collection uh, just got the Innovation Prize from the era of uh, Fribourg. Oh. Congrats. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. And it's uh, a thing uh, that it's not only my uh, my only work, it's the work of our team, uh, the SMEM team actually. And we did a great job the last five years. I started actually 40 years ago with, uh, with uh, collecting musical instruments. It was a bit, uh, I, I can tell you later how it came out. But so far, that's that's it for me. And I do a, a lot of other things, but that's that's also that takes hours to explain. And so, could you tell us how did you come to this idea to create a museum, and this collection came into life? Into that, yeah. I used to to be actually a musical instrument dealer in Basel. I had a, a shop nearby here, uh, just around the corner, and. Uh, I, I started actually in the 80s uh, with uh, electronic musical instruments. I had a, a, a shop where we only did electronic musical instruments. That's my, uh, my first uh, shop, was GKSM Electronic at the Nauenstraße in these times. And it was the well-known shop with uh, Hammond organs, with synthesizers and stuff. And I started actually with when I was a young, young uh, student, I always saw in the in the vitrines down there in the Bahnhof here in the station, I saw synthesizers, and I wanted to to get uh, get one, and I couldn't afford all it. of them. <laughs> you know, it was too expensive, you know, because of the fortune. And at these days, I started then also to visit this this uh, this shop. Got friends with with the, with the owner and started also to work there a bit to clean up stuff after i graduated on the same day i w went there again you know it happened that uh, I, the shop was so terrible not in order it was every uh, instrument was completely uh, there was uh, dust everywhere and not not branched and, and not working and and so i decided to do something i took took uh, some some uh, cleaners and stuff and started to clean up and that's what how i started to also to work in the musical industry or in the musical sell, selling uh, industry actually and after that i started immediately also after uh, uh, to fall in love with the instruments and to collect them to keep them that's my i actually did the first things i did you know that's so cool. Um, I, I have a question already, if I might jump in. What about, you, you mentioned electronic musical instruments. I'm assuming synthesizers, uh, 
what else is a musical instrument of electronics amplifiers microphones organs what what drew you to these kinds of instruments over you know the cembalo i mean basically it's I mean, actually, I fell in love with all the instruments. With the, in general, I love uh, all instruments. I love the the, the origin of uh, how how mankind invented instruments and how we still invent more possibilities or other possibilities also in the age of electronification. Also, I mean, I, I call it like that a bit, you know, because we checked it out then in the Basel Museum. Unfortunately, they only Uh, collected till uh, 1916, I guess, before the electrification of actually mankind, because then uh, officially mankind started to to be electrified. So we, we used to have uh, everywhere uh, lights. We used to have uh, electric, uh, like uh, whatever fans or heatings or lamps and uh, illumination, all these things, and also instruments. And here in Basel, we didn't collect that. And for me, it was also another push then to, to collect the other side, to collect the, the electri electrified instruments. There's so many instruments there. I just got an instrument uh, recently that's like a, a harmonium. It's actually like a, a harmonica with, or a harmonium with a, with a a fan inside that that uh, puts pressure mm. on the air and then it does the sound with with uh, actually with uh, with tubes inside also so like you don't need to accordion. push uh, yeah. you don't need to be a bicyclist basically the machine <laughs> in order does it to for play. you yeah. Yeah. in former time ever you used your feet to do that yeah. as you say yeah, exactly. and, uh, uh, that's such a funny instrument i understand why they modified it <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and this was also like a, a Honor did that in the in the fifties. They they did that. They electrified that with with mechanical uh, possibilities, ever with with wind, as actually with with air pressure. So it's it happened to, to a lot of things. Like uh, I mean, actually the 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 classical church organ is also with with pressure, with air pressure. It's a synthesizer. Well, it's not, but basically... It's a medieval synthesizer. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, actually, it's the original synthesizer of... Yeah. of yes. uh, the grandpa. The, yeah, the grandpa, yeah. Grandpa. The grand. exactly. I have a question. What was your first instrument in the collection that you created? The very first instrument? My very first instrument, I... I actually started like that. In these times, I, I found in a... In a Fancy uh, in an electronic newspaper, I found a, a thing, noise generator. And I thought, hmm, what's that? <laughs> a picture, a noise generator. How to, to build a noise generator? That was, I think it was in Elrod at these times. There was a, like, a, like an electric, uh, for ele electricians, uh, uh, a newspaper. And then I thought, ah, I gotta have that. And of course, it has to be had to be built. Then I, I went to an electronic parts shop. I said, I need parts to build that. I did, did have no clue how to do that. Then I started to build that. And I, so I built my first noise generator. Wow. And I put that together. I did, did the print. I, I did that with ha as a handwritten. At these times, you could have like a, an ink. You uh, wrote 
on the PCB board, you can, can uh, write on that, and then you put that in the chemical things, and then it, it cars it out with the chemical solutions, you know. And then you have to drill it, and you have to solder the resistors, uh, the capacitors onto it, and I did that all myself. Wow. Did uh, all these things because I was interested. It was for me, I have to have this noise generator. I didn't know what it was, but I built it. And do you still have this instrument in the museum? Yes. Yes? Not, <gasps> not working because at one time, I unfortunately uh, took it apart, but I still have the original PCP. I have it uh, at home and I want to rebuild it. It's, it's re really easy done, you know, actually. And it worked. It was really working. Checked it out, you know, that the potentiometers turning like and the, the pink noise was and the, the, the ever wideness was, was more like these things. I was like fascinated. And that was for me actually my first synthesizer I ever built myself. It was, was uh, just one of the Uh, the items of a, also the components of a synthesizer and it was was great and after that I all every day went to this 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 window in the in the station here in Basel and saw this Korg MS 10 or 20 and the MS 20 was so expensive and the MS 50 was even more expensive and and the SQ 10 was I couldn't afford it. <laughs> <laughs> and then it happened that one day I there was, there was a special sale Korg MS-10 555 francs and I was like whoa 555 oh gotta have it gotta have it went to my grandma can you give me oh, she gave me 30 bucks my sister my brother everyone gave me money I, I, I worked for, for pennies and got, got the money in bought it and that was my first synthesizer Korg MS-10. And how many instruments do you have now in the collection? In the collection, I have to... Because we have been there, Timofey yeah. and I, and yeah. we have seen it was like the room was full of instruments yeah. and we, we, we just got lost. We were so impressed. Yeah. yeah. Incredible. Have you been there? Unfortunately, I've never <laughs> been. You should go. I have to go. Yeah, you have to. <laughs> it's really worth it. No, I... Uh, I guess it's, it's the amount is, you know, because the, the, the in, invention, I mean, mankind invented so many possibilities. So, so it's, it's never ending because I, I guess at the moment that we have around, my, my, my guys always say it's around 5,000 items. And I think it's about 1,500 synthesizers and organs in this I always say it's about 1500 synths and maybe about 500 organs and the rest is like uh, effect units uh, special I mean there exists uh, electric guitars electric uh, uh, trumpet things like as a valve, valve instruments like saxophones electric with pressure pressure possibilities or uh, things like like a uh, electrified uh, pianos, organs, electric uh, church organs. You even have a Terminvox, this instrument yeah. that you can play with uh, different hand positions. Yeah. Things like that. Theremin is a very, very uh, known instrument at the moment. There is so many possibilities to do, but also electrified with microphones built in, with, with uh, 
with uh, pressure sensors, all, all kind of electronic uh, sensor uh, possibilities. And this, this, it's an open thing and still are, are people who invent stuff. A question, what does the abbreviation SMEM mean? SMEM uh, means it was a, a, a thing, a, a name I created uh, at, very, at the very beginning and we keep it because it was uh, the Schweizerisches Museum for Elektronische Musikinstrumente. And I just made the abbreviation like that. And you can also say Swiss Museum of Electronic Musical Instruments. You can say Swiss Museum Electronic Music, Musical Instrument, music, Musical. And you can basically say it in every language. Yeah, that's, that's actually it. And people can play some instruments at the museum. The idea was because also I used to have a studio here in Basel in old times, I say, also <laughs> no, long it's quite a long time ago. <clears throat> I had unfortunately to give that up. And this studio was actually based around uh, a vintage studio. Oh, wow. I, I used to have the instruments in my studio and we worked with that. We did also quite a bit of recordings with bands also from Basel with international bands also. But it was not huge because I had a bit also problems, unfortunately, with my uh, producers sometimes because they were not so, I say, nice guys in the sense. They were actually quite good producers, but they, in, in another way, they, they had a bit of uh, other problems like also. Yeah, you know what I mean, but it's, 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 it's always a bit of the thing also in the music scene, you know. I mean, this, this is uh, also in, in, with uh, big, big uh, well-known musicians, they have their problems with, uh, with money and with other things, even with drugs or whatever, you know. And I, I think it's, for me, it's Tempi uh, Basati, also it's, it's far away. And uh, I had to, to, to stop that then. And uh, after that, I only uh, did collection. I mean, I've, for myself, I still work a bit on electronical musical uh, stuff. I did, uh, for me, sometimes I did uh, uh, music for theaters, a bit for film and stuff, not, not big time, but I did uh, quite a bit for Helmut Fernbacher Theater Company in Basel. Shakespeare thing, uh, Julius Caesar one, once, yeah, was quite a, a synthesizer opus, was really, really, it's, it's a quite a nice thing, experimental, of course, with, uh, I remember when I was doing it, it was great, also, also when, when I, I saw the, the uh, finished play, I was like, wow, did I compose that, did I play that, it was like, like, whew, you know. <laughs> did you actually study music? Do you have like a musical education or you were just writing Myself. music? Yeah. Yeah. I actually, I, my, my training, I, I did not, I was all, always a bit lazy, you know. I, I <laughs> <No>. actually, <laughs> I learned, learned to play the piano, but my, my teacher was actually also, he was from the Music Academy or he still is. It was uh, Gerald Carfiol. Maybe uh, you know him. He is a very, very good uh, keyboard player, synthesizer player. He was long time also, uh, I think he was a sync clavier player. Also he had a sync clavier in, in Zurich or somewhere and uh, used, also he, he played that and, and uh, had to 
program it and things like that for a studio. And Gerald was my piano teacher. I, I met him at my shop there because I was uh, then in this shop after, after I bought my Korg MS-10. Then ever I stopped, I stopped to, also I did uh, graduate and after that I started to work in this company at a station here in Basel, GKSM Electronic. And then all of a sudden my boss told, told me, uh, don't you like to, to run my shop because I have problems with my employees? I said, yeah, why not? I'm going to do that. And then I was really, I was so, I mean, I was, I was 20 at this time, 20, yeah, even 18, 18, 19 or something like that. I was really young and I was really, and I said, yeah, yeah I, I, I like to do that. And I was really, we had really good, good times. And I started to, to run this shop and it was really fantastic because I was so into that. I could really transport that and also sell and convince people into synthesizers. Mm -hmm. So I sold so really a lot of MS-10s, MS-20s, all kind of Roland stuff and all these things. Inspired. <laughs> really, really, that was the, was the point. And that, that put me also in, in this situation. And we, we had that very, very first thing. We reopened that shop on the Bahnhof, just um, in, in brackets, you know. And, and my, my colleagues made, I think they made about five grand a month. And my boss was freaking out. <laughs> and I, I was in the military service. After that, I came back and he, he said, Eber, come, come, I have to talk with you. And then he asked me if I want to do that. And he was actually begging me to do that. And I said, yeah, I, I'm going to do it. And after that, the end of the next month. Like the, just, the income. The income, the income of the shop. Yeah, yeah. Just to, yeah, to, yeah. to explain how I was in, in fire for, for, for you, the material. You were smashing. Of, for just, yeah, it was for basically. me, it was, really, it was the thing. I, I could, if you came in the shop, I was really, I could sell you immediately. <laughs> I, I, I remember me doing that. I, I was not, people just, they trusted me. They said, hey, I have to have an MS-10. I have to have an MS-20. They took the money out and paid it, went out. And I was, I, I can't, I mean, I had that at this time. I can't, can't remember, the, I can remember it now, but it was, was fantastic for me. And it was really, because I had this, this magic was, was so, it's like everything else. If you, if you are into that, but I think it's still here because I, uh, for me, it's still the, the magic of, of the, the instruments. It's not only the electric instrument, it's all kind of instruments. Speaking of the instruments themselves. So this was a couple decades ago, maybe we'll say, yes. was there a higher demand for these kinds of, you know, the, these old synthesizers that in comparison to today? At this time, no, actually it was the, the fancy thing is it went down. It, I mean, there was this time where it changed from analog to digital. Mm. People at this time, I mean, the analog synths were quite expensive. Mm. Except actually like a Minimog was not so expensive. I mean, it still costed about 5,000 francs or dollars. It was still expensive. But... Uh, 
or, or the bigger ones also, I mean, like uh, or by Matrix 12 or something like that, they cost about 12,000 Swiss or dollars at this time. But uh, other instruments, there came this, this gap between analog and digital. The boost in this time for me to collect was, was I got these instruments back then. People started to sell me analog stuff. They said, I don't want this analog stuff, I want a digital stuff. I need a DX7 now, digital, you know, digital. I need a digital, whatever digital. I said, oh, get your digital, no problem, get it. And then, yeah, you can have this mini, uh, this MOOC source back, you know. And then I started to trade it in. And I went to, to my boss and, and uh, my boss said, no, no, uh, I don't want these this old things, you know. If you like that, you can buy it for yourself. Just leave, leave the, the amount in the cash and keep it for yourself if you like it and you still can, can resell it if you want. And for me it was like, yeah, finally, <laughs> I got, got a Minimog or a, a MOOC sauce for a, for a decent price, you know, and I had a MOOC sauce hanging over my bed, you know, like a MOOC sauce is like a, a children's picture, like this blue, orange, and, and yellow, uh, that's not even knobs, you know, the MOOC sauce is like a, a plastic surface with, with touch, touch uh, controls, as if you, if you know it, you know, I don't have a picture here, but it's, it's, it was the first MOOC actually with, without, with, with just an incremental wheel, and, and the rest was like a, you could uh, touch it, but this this foil uh, with with uh, con also with the contacts down, and then you you did cho uh, choose the the the, the visio or the filter or whatever, and then you could increment as a plus or minus. Do that with a with a with one knob actually. I want I want to go back to what you said about this mini mode because this and maybe some of our guests who are uh, who are listening would, would understand this to me is crazy that you say the mini mode this is like a small model. Yeah. Was 5000 franc or dollar. Yeah. Nowadays you can buy Ableton or whatever program yeah. you want 300 you get the the kind of compact version and you have I I don't know unlimited sounds. I mean this is what we're recording on right yeah. now. Yeah. To me, this is like an insane uh, kind of compaction of, of the power. Yep. What would you say there is the value to having still today analog equipment, these you know, electricity analog synthesizers with real circuits? Real circuits is still a different thing if you have, a, it's like with, with the analog instruments, you know. Uh, it's like having a, let's say a cheap, a cheap violin made by a, by a, a computer or by a by a machine 3d printer you know there are instruments that are made with 3d printers yeah 3d printed yeah yeah or with the like like made in wherever in in a in a cheap cheap manufacturing country like uh, vietnam china or somewhere i mean today is also in china the quality is very very high because they they did uh, uh, copy everything up to the the really the detail and also the quality also a Chinese uh, acoustic guitar at the moment I mean they're quite nice you know mm -hmm. but at the very very first beginning the China guitar was just crap you know really crap mm -hmm. 
was was uh, you, you saw how did you do that and we knew that the, the guitars they did like uh, they had machines in vietnam and i guess there was they run into a wood a big machine and after that after they they actually cut the complete wood with the trees everything they out came the guitars. It's like a, like a monster that, that eats all the trees, the trees, and out there come guitars. Mm -hmm. And then they put some strings on it, and that, that's how they put they it in a box. Yeah, put ship it, it around the world. Yeah, ship it around the yeah. world. Yeah, sell it for uh, fifty bucks or something like that in every like like uh, Lidl or whatever place, you know. No, it's really and they really started to do that, and the quality that was at a certain time it was so low. It was really I. I <laughs> I remember at these times there was instruments you, you could, I mean, I couldn't believe that they sell it like, that, sell that as an instrument. This can't be an instrument, you know. I mean, if you, if you see on, in comparison, if you do a guitar on your own, uh, you do cut it from a piece of good wood. There's a really a procedure, a really high quality procedure. And after that, you have a, a guitar that maybe costs 6,000 francs, mm -hmm. but it's a top quality. And the same also happened a bit with the electronics. Mm -hmm. I mean, to at the moment, you know, they they do a lot of. I mean, like like Behringer, well, he does very cheap stuff, you know. But also on the other hand, he does he he does very high quality because he he has copied everything. And this is also a, a very uh, a good thing to to copy things in a high quality, and then you have approximately the same the same uh, as the original. And how did you find this space in Fribourg for your collection? We had a, a exposition in Basel and then after that we did a, a similar exposition in Bern about electronic music, uh, about uh, the Swiss music stuff. Uh, like the, also the, the history of Swiss music and bands and everything. And then the Bern Museum the Museum for Communication was asking me if I could lend them uh, just a synthesizer that makes a bit of that has a bit of look, you know. Mm. And I said, "Yeah, I don't want to give a, a Moog. Not 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 only there doesn't exist only a mini Moog. There's also other stuff." And I said, "Yeah, okay, let's give them the Cork three three one hundred, also three thousand one hundred." And I, I gave them this one just to as a showcase, you know. And at this exhibition, when when the, there was this opening day, there were a few people there, and they came to me and said uh, to introduce us. We are from Freiburg, blah blah blah, blah. and we have uh, we heard about your huge collection, and we are interested. We have some space in Freiburg. I said, oh, this sounds good. This sounds good because before I had a long time, I had to search for the possibility because here in Basel, I couldn't pay the rent anymore. The, the things were, I had to, the, the stu also my studio in, in another place in Basel, I had to go out there because they also, actually my studio guy didn't pay the rent. You know, this was, oh, it was terrible, you know. I thought he, he he promised me that he paid, and one day I got a phone call from the the, the guys, you know, 
ja, we didn't get a penny for this year. And I said, wow, that's not, not possible. You know? how, do, how much do I owe with about seven grand? And I said, oh, I don't have seven grand at the moment. What are, what's going on, you know? And then, yeah, you have, then you have to leave, you know? And anyway, they always said that we are too loud in the studio. It was not true. Anyway, after that, I got the possibility then to go out to another place. I had a sponsor that gave me another place, but there it was also a bit tricky. And then in Bern, they, they said, yeah, we have these rooms and they, they are uh, actually under high modules. Also they are protected from the state, you know, we can't, we, they can't tear them down. And I said, oh, this sounds good. This sounds good. <laughs> I, ha I need like a treasure, you know, I, I need, need something like that, a place where they can't say, uh, in two months that we're going to tear that down and we, you have to, you're on the street again. And I said, okay, let's do that. And then I, we moved everything to Freeburg in 20, when was that? In 2016, I guess it was then. Yeah. And then after that, I had, the rest, uh, I put some detail, also some software and some, some other stuff to another place. It was a bit, uh, uh, yeah, complicated, you know. For me, it was too, too much in the end because I said, uh, I just want to get that in a, in a good place and, and work with it and, and ever work also open it for, for the public and get people in and so they can work on it, you know, with it. Do you ever host events in your museum? Like, events. yeah, like concerts? Yes, yeah, yeah. Asking for a friend. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, this is a big thing also, actually. I used to do that before in Basel, not only in Basel. I do, I did a lot, besides my shop, I did, did a lot of uh, events at these times. Also, I started actually to do that. And in, in Freeburg, we have very good people. Uh, at the moment, moment it's uh, Fiona that does this job before it was uh, Basel. And uh, Fiona is very good in doing these things also. And I always tell also people to, to do uh, things like events. And, and uh, at the moment we have, I think it was just Today is 22nd, yesterday, I guess, 20. It's the Young Gods that uh, put their new album online, I guess it was yesterday, yeah. Yeah, and it was, a, it's a, I think it's a one hour uh, film, also a movie about this uh, Terry Riley story. They actually produced in the SMEM and uh, with actually with with uh, my inst or with our in instruments in this sense and this is actually my goal to do that i used to do that before in my other studio in basel but it was not um, yeah but nobody knew it in this sense now i'm on on a stage that it's it's gonna be public or it's already public and i really love if, if it's more and more things like that actually we played with your instruments a little bit when we were there at the museum and we recorded something yeah. so maybe we can also insert those excerpts into Let's our listen. episode yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes but uh, thank you very much for this interview and thank you very thank much you for friends. agreeing to be here with us no problem i mean it, it was actually it was only 
some tiny bits of my stories. It's, it's a very long story and I have lots of details to, to uh, tell you also if you, if you like uh, some other day. Maybe so we can have an episode two with okay. you. <laughs> an excursion. Yeah. We test out all the synths. Yeah. And yes, that would all be great, actually. Let this be a teaser to all who are listening to yeah. go to the exactly. Swiss Museum of Electronic Music in Fribourg. Thank you so much. And Timofey Shatny uh, was doing the recording magic today. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you.